Hello, it's Andrew. It is Friday, the 19th of November. Hope you're all well. Uh, busy week this week. Lots of stuff happening in the UK around sustainability fortnight. We had a lady in today called Dame Alison Nimmer, who's an advisor to the government, and she spent two weeks at COP, um, and she came back. Um, and I think she sort of spent the last week or so now trying to assimilate, trying to work out what actually everything meant that she heard and she found when she was there. And I think she said the overwhelming view coming back was that it was a positive experience that whilst not everything people wanted to see was achieved um there's perhaps more done than she feared which is a good thing so it feels like we are moving in the right direction at least which is good because that's the only way to move and uh, not putting the backwards on this one so i said in my note earlier on that i sort of uh, as i do maybe sort of overshared uh, with you and said that i've gone for a new job today uh, which is very exciting and very nerve-wracking and uh, the job doesn't <laughs> doesn't exist. So it's sort of going into a room uh, for an interview, uh, but the people that you're talking to don't actually know you're interviewing. So it was it was quite a strange experience to sort of on the pitching for something. And I guess it's sort of laying that, uh, laying that thought in people's minds so when they do start to discuss things, that perhaps your name gets thrown into the mix or that what you talked about sort of kicks off a thought process and people start to focus on things maybe sooner than they than they would have done. So I think whilst it was a oh sorry. Whilst it was a, a difficult experience, I think absolutely it's one of those things you've got to go for. And I certainly found no worse for having done it. And who knows? Who knows where these things go today? So it was good. It did get the sort of people talking about well what do I what do I want? What are my ambitions? What are my thoughts? What do I want to sort of get onto next? Um, and I think we all need to have those discussions, really. So what are the things that are important to us? And is it title? Is it role? Is it money? Is it... And for me, I think it's the... Uh, and I said, it's for me, it's the impact that I can have. And that sounds like a really grandiose word. Impact. What impact can you have, Phipps? Uh, stupid thing to say. But I think there's a, there is a sort of scope of impact that we all have. And I used to talk about it when I was consulting. Is what is your sphere of influence? So what is the space you have that you can influence others within? Where are people going to take you seriously? Where are people going to listen to what you have to say? And where are people going to be mindful of the things and actions you want to undertake? And I think as we progress, as we learn more, as we get more, more knowledgeable in general, I think our sphere of influence grows. And I think it encompasses other areas. So certainly for all of you that, that listen to this, uh, or, or read this, or, or maybe hear about this some other way, there absolutely is a massive growth potential within your sphere of influence to influence both within your market, within your region, and globally. And it's just a case of finding the right route to those things and uh, yeah, getting on with it. And that, that's, that's something I found really interesting. So back to the sort of talk this morning. So Dame Allison came in and sort of talked to us all about Corp. And then she uh, asked questions of the audience uh, and they asked questions back. And uh, it was really fascinating. The, the questions that the business raised, and I think she really sort of highlighted the, the need and the urgency we have to listen to a broad spectrum of people. I think listening to your direct reports, listening to your boss, listening to your team is fabulous. But 
there are others out there with different opinions. There are others out there that can challenge you more. And I would massively advocate for, yeah, letting yourself be challenged. And I went out for coffee with her after this meeting and talk about one of the hardest uh, presentations I did and the most challenging questions that I had. And it was at my um, daughter's school where I went and sort of presented to them on a sort of career stage trying to explain what uh, real estate was all about. And the fact that, you know, think of a job that you might want to have, which said to the audience, what do you want to do? So accountant, okay, so lawyer, okay, so whatever. All the different jobs came out. I said, well, you can do all of those where I work. Where do you work? So I work in real estate. Right? And trying to explain to them what the what the whole industry is like. And then this sort of group of sort of girls' school, this sort of 11, 13-year-olds, fired the questions back, like bang, 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 bang. So what's the makeup of your board? Uh, how many women join? How many progress to uh, upper levels? What's the ethnic balance of the team? Where do you go to for your uh, your balance? Where do you learn from, et cetera, et cetera? And it was a, such a massively challenging audience, but hopefully they sort of left feeling a little bit more positive after I'd spoken to them. And they sort of, the school asked me there to go back and mentor some of them as they sort of progress through their uh, studies and stuff. And it's really, it is really, it is really, really fascinating to hear what other people that I will never have the experience of being have to uh, say. And that is such a, such an amazingly powerful opportunity that I would recommend all of you uh, reach out to people within this business, outside this business, to engage in a a type of reverse mentoring learning experience. And this is about learning from others that are that are no more senior than you, but have very different experiences than the ones you're going to have yourself. That is to me really the only way you can truly learn because it's very, very comfortable to sit in our space, to speak with our friends and our loved ones who by default to a certain degree have very similar feelings, thoughts, um, passions that we do, which obviously is perhaps one of the reasons why they are our friends, loved ones, etc. But that does run the risk of increasing our confirmation bias, where we'll spend time with others that have the same views as us, therefore we can feel, well, X, Y, and Z think that way as well, therefore it must be right. Spending time with people that don't have the same thoughts that we have is is far more interesting. And I've always um, struggled with what we, I don't know, call it in England, sort of small talk. When you go to a party or, or you're at an event or whatever, it's oh, so, so what do you do? Oh my God, interesting, what do you And how dull is that? How dull is that? So I'm far more um, apt to ask a very difficult, pointed, challenging question. I want to be asked the same way. I really want to get into a debate with somebody. Why, why do you think that? What do you think about this? Why might you believe that? What might that mean? And that's really how I've, um, how I've filled in massive gaps in my knowledge. Because I have got no more talent, uh, no more knowledge than the next person. All I do have is that uh, hunger to to learn, really. And I said in the uh, I said in the notes, sort of further down on this, if you get, if you get that far, uh, 
when I was in this <laughs> this, this non-interview uh, today, I said uh, two things. I said, uh, so I want to leave you with two, two final thoughts. I said, people often say, what would your superpower be? Uh, what, what would your superpower uh, be if you could have anything? And I said to, to these, uh, these two, I, I have a superpower. I already have my superpower. My superpower is belief. I absolutely believe in what I am passionate about. I absolutely believe in my ability to make uh, positive change. If we don't have belief, then I'm not sure what else we have. So I think for me, my superpower is belief. And that isn't a uh, self-conceit. That isn't a an arrogance. That is just a belief that I can do something that's good. The second thing I said, which is uh, you'll hear this, or if you do, if you don't hear it, then probably for the better. Or you'll read it later on if you don't. Again, probably for the better. But the other thing I, I put on screen was uh, the one thing that's different about me to maybe the next person is that I'm willing to die on a treadmill. Uh, and I very quickly explained the sort of quote, it's a very famous quote from uh, Will Smith, the actor, entrepreneur, uh, rapper, etc., uh, etc. Et and he was on a chat show, and the guy sort of said, "Look, you know, what is it about you that's that's different? What is it about you that?" Um, allows you to do all these things and that pushes you forward. And he said, look, I'm not, I'm not more talented. I'm not more able. Um, but what I do have is an absolute belief and commitment to deliver the best that I, that I can. And for him, that, that constituted uh, the phrase, I'm willing to die on a treadmill. If you and I go on a treadmill at the same time, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to get off first, or I'm going to die on the treadmill. But basically suggesting that he wasn't going to be outworked. He was going to have a view that when his competitor, when others are eating, he's working. When others are sleeping, he's working. When others are dreaming, he's working. That work ethic to deliver something you know you want to do is is amazing. So I, I use that in my non-interview today. Which is probably why I didn't go any further, but it was it just uh, I think there's such a truism in that that we have to really, really commit and deliver stuff. I know I go on and on about this, and, and what are you thinking? Wow, well, jobs are your hobby, and whatever, shut up. Um, and I, um, yeah, it's down to each of us, I guess, to, to believe what we believe and to sort of think what we think. But for me, as I um, am, maybe towards the latter half of my career, being kind to myself. Um, the one thing I wish is that I had 48 hours in every day and I could deliver twice as much in the time that I have. 24 hours every day, all got the same amount of time, seven days a week, 365, 366 days a year, absolutely. But the ability to be able to spend a day uh, for every day where you're learning and thinking, and then the rest of the time you're actually doing that would be amazing so to be able to sort of double the time that we have would be uh, my greatest wish not a superpower obviously my superpower already is belief absolute belief in my desire in the people i work with and in what we do and i really think that only works if you're surrounded by people and you allow yourself to be surrounded by people that have a belief as well so i really want to thank all of you for encouraging me to to 
have that belief and the sort of trust in all of you to deliver what you can deliver. And I'll support every one of you in, in whatever journey you want to take uh, to the best of my ability. So thank you so much for your patience as you did that. That was a very personal and probably not business-like at all discussion. So uh, if you didn't get to listen to all of it, I certainly don't blame you. But thank you anyway. And I look forward to speaking to you all uh, later today as this will get to you tomorrow morning. Cheers, guys. Bye.